Again, to the Great Stories Podcast. I'm so glad you are listening to this episode today. Uh, what you have jumped into the middle of is day four of some of the episodes I'm putting out while um, much of California. In fact, uh, I've heard today that it's actually going to be all of California is on a form of soft uh, kind of lockdown. We're not allowed to go out unless it's for absolutely essential activities or exercise where you're not around other people or whatever uh so just a little little stressors for the life and uh, i figure since people have extra time if you want to come along with me I'm, I'm trying to hold myself accountable to just seek wisdom in my life through the word of god and uh i think really our greatest anchor is our relationship with christ so struggling with that and just digging into that, leaning into that, I think is our best way to do this. So all I'm doing is reading some of my favorite scriptures and telling you what's on my mind about them. Uh, this isn't a, uh, whatever, authoritative, like Bible study, theological seminary, whatever. I'm a truck driver, you know, I teach kids the Bible, and uh, I like reading it myself. So today, we're looking at the Gospel of Matthew, and uh, I'm in chapter 13, and we're going to start at verse 44. That's Matthew 13, 44. And this is a, a pretty famous uh, little set of parables that Jesus talks about. Uh, the first one, on verse 44, is the parable of the hidden treasure. And 45 is the parable of the pearl of great value. So again, Matthew 13, 44. Uh, and just to set it up, this is, of, of course, the parables are the stories that Jesus told to teach his uh, people concepts uh, about things that weren't necessarily in the parable and in this case he's talking about the um, the kingdom of heaven like what heaven is like what what basically he's telling them here's what really really matters all right uh, verse 44 the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field Verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who, on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And that's it. So these two parables are, are kind of two facets of the same basic uh, issue that Christ is trying to deal with, it, where, where basically he's comparing... The, the things of value in this world, the things that we depend on, the things that we look to, the things that we uh, uh, assign our purpose, our meaning, you know, the, the value of our life to. And he's comparing those to the value of heaven. Okay, so for the first one, uh, the treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. So I, I've learned uh, through history here that back in that day, it was not uncommon for somebody to actually take their wealth and bury it. And they would just pick a spot in their field and they bury it because armies would come through, you know, that, that area is just notorious for being conquered and reconquered. And, and there was no guarantee that if you had a house uh, or a property or whatever, that it would stay that way for your entire life. So a lot of people 
would bury that treasure in their property. And so, in turn, it became a pretty popular thing once in a while for folks to go out and just start digging around in the dirt and try to find some of this treasure that other people um, had buried. And so this guy, uh, he's digging around in a field, apparently, and he found a treasure of great value. It doesn't tell us exactly how valuable it was, uh, except to say that he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Um, so I think what's being implied is that the treasure that he found in this field is, is at least as valuable as all of his things, his entire net worth. Uh, but the, the phrase, in his joy, kind of tips us off to the idea that maybe this treasure that he found is, isn't just kind of worth what he's already got or a little bit more. I think it's worth a lot more. You know, I'm trying to think of how much, how much would something have to be worth for me to just be like, holy cow, I'm selling everything I got. I'm buying this field. Yes. <laughs> like, this is my day. Like, I think, I think we're, we're kind of looking at something that, that it must've been a lot. Okay. Uh, next one. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on a, on a, in search of fine pearls. Uh, so again, this is someone seeking something of great value. And on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. So this is, again, clearly this pearl is worth far more uh, than everything that this guy owned. Um, and I, man, I struggle with this, this passage a lot of times because the kingdom of heaven is, is something that I believe, like through the, the scriptures, through the gospel, the fact that I'm a, a Bible believer, that I'm a follower of Christ, I believe that my position in this kingdom of heaven is already sealed, that my the, the promise Christ made to me is already there. It, it's done. My name is in the book of life. Uh, this is not something I have to go and work for and, and sell all that I have. Christ is not telling me to give up my earthly possessions so that I can buy heaven. That's not what he's saying here. What he's trying to say is that this great treasure, that the treasure that I found in the field, that that's the gospel, that the treasure is Christ, that the treasure is heaven. And it's, it's worth so much. It's worth so much that with joy, I can set aside the things in my life that I look to to give it purpose and meaning and stability and all these things. And I can solely lean on this treasure in the field. You know, you can imagine he's, he's digging up a treasure, but is he going to sell his, you know, his car or his donkey or all these other things that you would think he needs? He's like, no, I don't need those. This treasure is worth that much to me. It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's so valuable that I don't need this other stuff. And, um, man, especially being like in the Bay Area, man, I'm 37 years old, and gosh, the the struggle to succeed, the struggle to achieve, the struggle to accumulate, to buy the next thing, um, or just to keep up with bills <laughs> a lot of times. Uh, it seems like so much of this just dominates my thought. And, you know, I look around now, and the uh the stress of this this virus and the way we're responding to it and and the stresses that that's putting on us it it really 
I, I think in a lot of ways it's exposing the things that we uh, that we would say are are these possessions. Um, you know, I, I believe that this treasure in the field is already purchased. In fact, I, I don't believe uh, this is not telling us again that we have to sell all that we have so that we can earn heaven. What it's telling us is that this treasure that we have, this treasure we've been given, is of such great value that, that gosh, we can leave this stuff behind. I don't think the purpose of my life is to extend it at all cost. Uh, I, I don't believe the, that this virus can take anything away from heaven. Uh, when you talk about the infinite and the eternal and this, this treasure in heaven is so valuable, gosh, there is nothing that could stop it. And here's, here's where it gets kind of real for me is that I'm, I'm a big person. I don't like this talk of martial law. I don't, I don't like the government being in my business. I don't like being told where to go and what to do. I don't want to infect people. Heck no. I'm going to do everything I can because I'm a responsible American citizen to, to stop this thing from happening. I don't need somebody to roll down my street with a Humvee and tell me what to do. But in the same way as I'm critical of people running out and, and clearing the shelves of toilet paper and, and you know I make fun of them and there's all these memes, man, I'm just the same stinking way. Because my treasure, you know, this this thing, the thing that I don't want to sell, the thing that I look to for for you know stability is just this freedom, the ability, the, the American system, and it's a great system, of course it is. I, I love America. I'm glad that I live here. It's a huge blessing to live here. But gosh, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, none of these things hold a candle in value to what has already been given to me on the cross, and so I'm I'm just convicted by this. I hope. Uh, that, that I'm leading you guys to just consider just what are the things that I am in my mind just valuing so much that that is dominating my my landscape, my mindscape that I'm not willing to let go of. Um, and man, can we turn to that cross and just see the value of this, see what, what this kingdom of heaven is like. Uh, there is nothing on earth that could compare to the value, uh, to the reward. There's nothing on earth that on earth that can take anything away from eternity. Um, life seems pretty long to us, but in the scope of it, it's a blink of an eye. And there's nothing that we value in this life now that will be worth anything when we're there. Uh, so with that, uh, bless you. I'm going to pray real quick just for me. Pray along with me, and I, I just encourage you to just consider that more. All right. Uh, Jesus, uh, thank you so much for coming to this earth, man. You are the treasure. Um, you've delivered heaven. You've written my name in the book of life. Um, and God, I, I want that knowing and that knowledge to just fill me. Uh, fill me that so that there's nothing left for just this worship of other things. Uh, the, the worship of freedom or the worship of possessions or security or storable foods or even my own health or the health of people around me, that, that God, you have so much more in mind for our souls and, and for our persons in eternity uh, than, than these fleeting moment-to-moment -moment situations we find ourselves in, God. And uh, gosh, please help me to refocus. Please help me to um, exist in my circumstances, secure in my eternity, uh, and just to be used for your glory within all of these things rather than just protecting my own uh love you god amen all right 
Well, there you go. Thank you for listening today. Uh, again, if uh, if you're finding any value in this time, just opening scripture and, and doing this with me, I encourage you to share it. Tell other people about it, man. Now that we've spread this thing across the state, gosh, there's a lot of time that people have. And again, the, the best possible thing that we can do, I think, in our own hearts and our own minds is to just seek scripture. Again, I, I don't claim to be some authority on the things that I'm reading or the things that I'm sharing. I'm just reading you my, my favorite passages and telling you what I think they mean. Um, they mean a lot to me. And, and I hope these words resonate with you. And gosh, I pray that uh, that they resonate with a lot of others too. So again, uh, thanks for listening. Stay tight and don't touch your eyeballs. All right. <laughs> See ya.